Yo, what's going on, everybody? So I want to talk about how we think about training and racing and the events and how they fit within our life. If you're new to training and racing, you may not have come across this type of scenario. But if you've been doing this for even just a few years, sometimes our motivations change. Sometimes life changes and dictates how much we can train, the types of events we can get to. But there was an athlete who's been a long time runner, cyclist, endurance athlete his entire life. And we had a really good back and forth trying to allow ourselves to let the racing come to us. And I want to share his perspective because I think it's a really good one that you can identify with when you do come across this type of situation in your own life. And this athlete likes to do two similar but slightly different activities one is like grand fondos and going out and crushing with the guys on the weekend and being able to do a three to five hour ride and finish super strong lives in a mountainous area kill some climbs but then on the other side also likes to do these crazy 200 300 mile 400 mile bike rides and they both do go hand in hand but as you can imagine if you're really tackling a 400 mile event, there's a huge mental component and riding through the night component and putting your body through that before the race day. Maybe you don't need to do the full event, but it requires some time. It definitely takes time away from family time and it definitely can create more of time constraints as we look at how we go through the training schedule and making it fit with our life. Cause this person also works and has a very busy job and is a, a super boss. So I want to share part of this email and we were looking forward, this exchange actually happened at the end of May. So we were looking forward to the summer months and wanted to nail down, you know, what exactly were we targeting and how do we best implement the workouts to push forward success whether he's going super long or just crushing with the guys on the weekend. And he had made a comment of, I want to train a little less this July than the last two years. So I can be really present for family when we're gone on this long trip, but I still plan to ride five or six days out of the week with maybe just one long ride and one workout. So I would have time for a two hour daily ride in July. But then should I maybe look at these 200, 300, 400 mile rides in August and September? Or I'm thinking of letting this all go and just doing the grand fondos and just enjoying the riding. I really want to figure this out in June. And I go back and forth in my mind. There are so many pros and cons to each. Let's talk about this on our Zoom. So before we set up the Zoom, I had said, so for July, one longer ride plus continuing your two hour rides with the interval session will allow you to continue to get stronger. That's very basic, right? Do the longer rides in August and September. If you're excited about them, maybe, I mean, a lot changes these days in two months. Maybe you get to August and you're like, ah, I'm good. I want to, I'm having fun doing these grand bundles. I'm going to shelve that. I think a lot of times we want to plan the entire season and I'm guilty of this myself in December. And this is the first year I put out my entire calendar. My year, my racing year has gone to total crap. I've had mechanicals races canceled. If you've been following along on Instagram, I've been living out of a suitcase for two months in all the wrong areas to get to the races I wanted to go to. 
So we plan, but life happens and you just need to be nimble with that. And so I said, hey, maybe you'll want to do them or maybe you'll just want to do the short 100 mile grand fondos. I wouldn't get so hung up on deciding right now. You know, life and cycling is a wild journey and the motivations that we have that come out can shift and change. And you don't want to fight those. Go with the flow of what you're excited about, because if you're not excited about the event, you're not excited about the ride. Why are you doing it? I'm going to make another post about an athlete that he just had a less than stellar grand fondo performance. And we looked at a lot of reasons why, and I'm totally okay with talking at every athletes, every event does not go perfectly. And I've posted blogs about athletes where we did some things wrong and there's no way to always nail everything. And we're going to talk a little bit about his motivation waned. And we, I'm not pointing fingers. This is something that he said. He said, man, I did not communicate this to you. And there were a lot of little red flags that communication to your coach, your training buddy, whoever's helping you along the way is so important. So for this athlete doing possibly the mega rides in the fall, I said, man, go enjoy the summer weather in June. Enjoy the riding when you're gone on this trip. It sounds like you have that schedule dialed. Embrace the time up there. Enjoy the new schedule. You're super pumped about the extra family time you're going to have. And then see where the chips fall. Either way, both options are awesome. There's not a win or a lose. So while there's pros and cons to weighing the two, they're both you enjoying the bike. This is supposed to be fun and it has to be fun. I cannot stress that enough. Whether you're trying to complete your first Grand Fondo, whether you're just starting training or whether you're going for a national championship, if I'm not having fun on the bike, something's wrong and I'm trying to win a national championship. So, hey, if I don't, I don't, but at least I can look back and say, well, I really enjoyed the journey to get here. And I'm super pumped to go and compete. And that's really important. I think it's so easy for us to lose because we're all, if you're watching this channel, you're a competitive person that's trying to get better, period. I think it's very easy for us to go astray from growing as an athlete, especially when things don't go our way. It's, and I don't mean that in like, oh, things aren't going our way. But when you're training 15 hours a week and then life throws a curveball at you and you need to train 12. Some people think that the better answer is go to zero. Forget it. I can't train 15, then why train at all? That's so silly. You can still grow a ton. I just had a great conversation with an athlete about getting the consistency back at eight hours a week. Because guess what? He has a new thing called a baby. And so there's a lot of other things going on. And a 90-minute ride now has the same mental and life costs as what used to be going on a four-hour ride was for him. And so we need to adapt and be nimble and change with that. It's corny, but listen to your heart. It will tell you what to do. And we had a great Zoom about this. I won't go into detail about that. But one of his uh, messages back was, I really like this don't overthink thing. That's me in a nutshell. I get caught up and I overthink a lot of things. Don't let the bike. We, we put a lot of mental time and mental energy and physical energy into riding. But make sure it's energy well spent and not draining you, but lifting you up in some way. So hopefully this helps you when you come across that journey of what are you doing? Where's the bike going? How do I plan all this? It'll come together, but use your heart and your mind and you'll have tons of success on the bike. Let us know what you're doing to be successful on your journey. Take care.